You're listening to CTO Bob with Bob Pellerin. Welcome to episode three. We'll be talking about remote users. If you're a small organization that's looking for a solution to connect people remotely, first thing I would suggest you do is decide if this is a temporary solution, i.e. if somebody's on maternity leave or if somebody's on vacation and needs to have access to specific components. Ideally, turn these things off when the person comes back to the office is no longer remote. Now, if this is a permanent solution, then you have to think security above all. Keep in mind that older technologies, which are quite easy to put together and set up, such as FTP, tend to be a lot less secure. To give you a quick recap, what I really see out there frequently is FTP, File Transfer Protocol for transferring files. Basically, it's the equivalent of seeing a directory through the internet that you can deposit files to and retrieve files from. As I mentioned earlier, leaves to be desired on the security aspect. However, it is quite simple to use. For email, allow access to Outlook Web Access if you're using Exchange. If you're using external POP3 type of account through a provider of some sort, such as a GoDaddy, then it's quite simple just to make sure that you have access through their cell phones, through their iPads, through their various other devices or laptop. For more complex connectivity, I often see RDP, which is a Microsoft solution. It is my view that it's very important that you look at cloud-based solutions out there that are available to the small and medium-sized businesses because they are cost-efficient, they're more secure in the sense that that information is outside of your environment. If you're considering FTP, you should take a look at Dropbox, Google Drive, Microsoft SkyDrive. For full-featured email services, I recommend Office 365 or Exchange Online. Now, I want to bring a completely different alternative to your attention. I've invited Barnaby Jeans from VMware back, and he's going to be talking about their solution called VMware Horizons. Welcome back. Thanks, Bob. Happy to be here. So, Barnaby, I have users out there, and they need to connect back to the head office to perhaps connect to the accounting system, perhaps to get some files. What can you tell us about your solution? Great. Thanks, Bob. Um, You know, one of the things that, as I'm out talking to customers, I hear regularly is, how do we get access to both applications and information while we're on the road? One of the things that I've seen change over the last little while is the proliferation of end-user devices. You know, I've got end-users now that have smartphones, they have iPads, perhaps Android tablets, or any other type of device. And the expectation is really an interesting one because users are now becoming accustomed to, from an app store standpoint, being able to click on an application, download it, and have access to whatever they need. The difficulty is how does IT keep up with that? So one of the tasks that we've taken on at VMware is really looking at how do we solve that solution or solve for that solution. One of the things that we've recently introduced is our Horizon suite of products, which addresses a couple of specific use cases. One that I believe you had mentioned, Bob, and sort of the direction you're looking at is around remote user access or remote applications. Um, We can do that through something called virtual desktop through our Horizon View environment, which allows me as an end user from my laptop, from my phone, or from my tablet to remotely access a desktop that resides inside my organization, sits behind the firewall, and would allow me to run any type of application on a traditional Windows environment from whatever type of device I have. Now, 
that's one specific use case, and it's certainly one that I think is, is quite well understood from an industry standpoint. But let's look beyond that and say, you know, maybe what I really need is access to my data. And I would say I think most of the listeners to your podcast are probably familiar with services like Dropbox or Box.net or even SkyDrive. All of these offering similar capabilities around storing content to the cloud and making it accessible from any type of device. Now, from an end user standpoint, this is a great capability. From an IT standpoint, these types of services are very troubling because now you're providing or publishing your corporate data to a service that resides out in the public cloud, whether it's the Dropbox service or Microsoft SkyDrive. What VMware looked at is to say, how do we provide the same level of service, but in a manner that adheres to corporate policies, that adheres to the security requirements you have for your content, and in doing so as part of the Horizon suite, we have something called Horizon Data, which very much like a Dropbox or a, a SkyDrive, allows me to store and securely share content across all of my devices. The big difference here is that that content resides on servers behind the firewall. It resides on servers sitting in your data center. So while these public services are very, very useful, if you require slightly more security and you require that that content is maintained and managed behind your firewall, we have a solution that provides that for you. And then the last part that plugs into that is the ability to provide workspaces and provide single sign-on access both to corporate applications and web-based software-as-a-service applications. And to give you an example, you know, one of the applications that I use regularly is Salesforce.com. I actually don't know what my Salesforce.com user ID and password is because my authentication is done through Horizon Workspace. I do two-factor authentication with my RSA token into my Horizon workspace. And then from there, I can simply click through to my applications, and I'll be authenticated directly by the service from my laptop, from my home PC, from my tablet, or from my phone. So it really doesn't matter which device I'm on. I no longer have to remember passwords for all of the different applications. I can securely authenticate to one central location and be authenticated then through to all of the applications that I require. So certainly a little bit more than just the standard, you know, how do I get remote access to corporate content? Our approach has been to look at how do we provide a number of different scenarios depending on what the end user requirements are. Could you run us through what needs to be installed at the head office in this type of scenario? Is there virtual appliance? Um, what about the clients themselves, whether it's a tablet or a laptop? Is there an agent of some sort? Is there an application that you would have to install? Great question. So on the server side, you're absolutely correct. There's certainly some elements of the Horizon suite that get installed in the data center. Typically, they get installed as virtual appliances, so they would sit on top of your existing VMware infrastructure. Um, they get deployed very simply, as I said, as a virtual appliance, a little bit of configuration, and you're now up and running. On the end user side, there's a couple of different approaches. There is a fully web-based environment that I can log into that will give me access to my files, that will give me access to my single sign-on environment, as well as allow me to access into some of those remote desktops that we talked about. That functionality becomes very powerful if I'm traveling and I don't have a device, or if I lose my device or don't have access to my device. I could go into a business center at a hotel, an internet cafe, or even sitting down at a colleague's computer or even at a customer's location and have access to that, that content without needing to install anything. 
Now, if you do have the ability to install software on your device, the experience gets a little bit richer. So I can look at my iPhone, for example, or my, my iOS tablet, my iPad. We have native applications both for Android and for iOS for both Horizon Data and for Horizon Workspace. So in the case of Horizon Data, I would have access to all of my content. I can save documents for offline access. So obviously if I'm sitting on a plane, probably don't have Wi-Fi, so a web-based interface wouldn't work for me. I'd want to have that offline access. Similarly, on my laptop, I have an agent that I can install that will then synchronize a local folder on my PC with my Horizon Data environment. So it very much depends on the end user experience. We can support a full web-based environment with zero install, or we have a client install for PC, for Mac, for Android, and for iOS. I'd like to talk a little bit about security. When we're dealing with cloud-based solutions, there is SSL encryption going from your, let's call it a laptop, to the cloud. And on the cloud, they have security on their end, usually something like uh, AES 256-bit encryption. Could you tell me a little bit about your solution? The products themselves take advantage of industry standard encryption around SSL, so the communication from your browser or from the clients back to the repository of content that's sitting behind your firewall, all of that is going to be encrypted just like any standard web session. So it's going to be a regular SSL or HTTPS type connection. Uh, The big advantage here, and this is really the, the key differentiator and the reason that customers are looking at something like Horizon Data, is now I can be assured of where that data resides and who has access to it. Because in the case of Horizon Data, all of that information is residing on my VMware infrastructure behind my firewall. So as a customer, I'm not reliant on Google or Microsoft or Dropbox to give me assurances on how they're storing my content because I own all of that content and it's all sitting on infrastructure behind my firewall. So I have a much much closer view of that data, much closer access to that data, and again, not reliant on how somebody else is going to store or represent or secure that information. Could you share with us a couple of scenarios, a couple of real-world applications for this solution? I'll give you one sort of closing thought that that probably is relevant because I think people will kind of try to figure out where does this fit. Um, So one of the scenarios that we're seeing and that as I talk to customers, I think as customers try to figure out where something like Horizon Data fits is if you think to sort of the, the typical environment, what I'm going to call maybe the legacy days, you have a shared server on the uh, or a shared folder on the server, you know whether it's your home drive, your S drive, whatever your IT department calls it. Historically, there's been no easy way to access that once you leave the bounds of the network. You might have to VPN in, or you try to figure out how I do offline files. Now, as we look at something like Horizon Data, I have the ability to take all of that content with me on any type of device and have any and have access to it at any time regardless of where I'm located. I'm no longer bound to a particular PC inside the office to be able to get access to my content. I can jump on a plane, I can work on a document, and I can automatically synchronize it when I land at the other end. So really starting to, to shift the thought around how do people do their work, where do they do their work, and from a, a business standpoint, you want to look at how do I enable my end users to be as productive as possible. And I think that's really where Horizon Data and, in fact, the entire Horizon Suite really comes into its own and provides that that new level of flexibility 
to really drive more capability out to the end user and give them the ability to get the work done that they need to, regardless of where they're located. Well, thank you very much, Barnaby Jeans of VMware Canada. Thank you for having me on your podcast, and I look forward to speaking to you again. If you have questions or comments or suggestions for future podcasts, please go to www.ctobob.com. The opinions of the host and of the guests are their own and may or may not reflect the opinions of this website. This podcast is copyright 2014 and is written and produced by Bob Pellerin.